Welcome to this special edition of the Cavett Ships podcast from the Navy League Sea Air Space Exposition just outside Washington, D.C. The Cavett Ships podcast is sponsored in part by HII. HII is a trusted defense and technologies partner supporting all services in all domains and America's only builder of nuclear-powered aircraft carriers. HII delivering hard stuff done right. And by GE Marine, a GE aerospace company offering unparalleled power and propulsion for ships from the biggest combatants to the smallest, fastest patrol boats. GE's propulsion solutions are ready for the next generation of sea power. And by Helicon Chemical. Helicon Chemical is solving the military's biggest pain point, getting more range out of conventional and hypersonic weapons. Using their patented technology, Helicon offers the ability to upgrade legacy missiles by combining the stability of solid rocket fuel with the performance of a liquid propellant. Today, we're going to focus in on one of the world's most popular, if not the most popular, marine gas turbines, the General Electric LM2500. We should note that GE Marine is one of the sponsors of the Cavishers podcast. With us today is Steve Rogers. He's the Director of Marketing and Business Development for GE Aerospace Marine. Welcome to the podcast, Steve. Chris, thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to to talk with you and share a little bit about uh, what's new with GE Marine. Right. So there is actually something new. And of course, this, this, this engine has been around for a long time. Um, but, but uh, you know, you, you continue to have to make advances both in the engine and in the housing. There's a new variant that is on a brand new littoral combat ship, the now USS Santa Barbara LCS-32, which was just commissioned April 1st at Santa Barbara, California. What, what, is, what is different about this uh, engine installation, Steve? Yeah, so, so the, significant, uh, the significance of the LCS-32 commissioning is that, you know, as with all the independence class uh, LCS ships, each of them have, uh, have two LM2500 gas turbines. Uh, but why this is significant is uh, this ship is the first to have GE's uh, lightweight composite module uh, that will enter active service. And, you know, for some, for some people, they may not necessarily know what that is, but in, anybody who's worked in, uh, in an engineering space on a Navy ship knows that, you know, it's a, it's a hot, noisy, dirty environment. And, and one of the things to make it safer for the sailors is to put an enclosure around the, uh, uh, the, the gas turbine. Uh, traditionally, those have been steel. Um, but the, the significance of this is that we've transitioned to a lightweight composite enclosure, which really brings two, two big benefit, two gr- benefits to two groups. One is to the sailor itself. Um, it was designed with a sailor in mind uh, and brings a lot of safer, safety and safe engine room environment characteristics, as well as improved access for the sailors. Uh, and those are there's 60% less noise in the engine room. Um, the, the wall temperatures themselves are any, anywhere from 25 degrees to 50 degrees cooler. So you're gonna have about 50% less heat that's rejected in the, into the engine room. But the fact that it's composite also gives you some life cycle benefits because you've got a single corrosion res- resistant piece that again, it's just less life cycle maintenance for, for the enclosure itself. Uh, but then there are, there are additional access panels and, and uh, the things for the sailors to be able to access the various parts of the engine engines that have not been part of uh, previous previous versions. 
Yeah, so this, but the second group that benefits from these are ship designers and naval architects because uh, the fact that it's it's lighter means that you know we have about we've removed about 50% of the wall weight uh, when you compare it to a steel enclosure. So that's 5,500 pounds that naval architects and ship designers can use for other things, whether that be more payload, more fuel, more advanced systems. Uh, but then. Even though it's lighter, it still has that same structural integrity and is fully certified by the Navy and received a grade A shock qualifications. Shock qualification. So when you take a step back, you have um, you have something that ship designers are really going to gravitate to uh, because it gives them more flexibility in the design process, but is much safer and much more comfortable for sailors to operate in and around. So, so each each enclosure itself is fifty five hundred tons. 5,500 pounds lighter, right? So the, insulation, yes. the insulation is about 11,000. So what's that? It's, uh, five and a half tons that you that you save right there. And again, folks, for for, for those who who are trying to picture what we're talking about, this is a the marine gas turbine is a. I mean, it's it's been in service for many many years. It's a variant of an aircraft engine, the CF6 aircraft engine, which anybody who's traveled on enough airplanes has heard. Matter of fact, when you start these ships up. You look around like where's the airplane? You know, because it sounds it sounds like the airplane starting up, um, and that the, the engine is in the ship, but but the engine itself is in a box, an, an enclosure. So this it's not the engine so it's not just sitting there, and that's what we're talking about here. This 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 engine. Um, right now, is this is this also the, the the new installation is just moving into destroyers because all of our destroyers are powered by four of these. Um, and as a matter of fact, one will be on all the frigates. They're, they have a split um, gas turbine diesel plant on the new frigates. But uh, is that is that on the, all those ships as well? It, it is. So so that's good validation for us that these benefits are things that are important to, to the Navy and not just the U.S. Navy, but international navies. So these composite enclosures are going to be installed aboard uh, the, the Constellation class frigates. Uh, with not an LM2500 gas turbine, but an LM2500 plus G4 gas turbine. Uh, so the difference between the two gas turbines is that they still sit within the same footprint of the ship, uh, but you get an additional eight megawatts of power from the, uh, from the plus G4, which is one of the engineering advances that we've been making over the years to, to provide more power density, all while, while maintaining that same footprint. Uh, so all of the Constellation class frigates will have this enclosure, but then also all of the Flight 3 DDG-51 destroyers uh, are converting from this, the steel enclosure to the composite enclosures. And then when you think internationally, the Pajama class Corvettes for the Finnish Navy uh, are, are going to be installing these. And then we have uh, several other international programs that will be named later this year when they come onto contract that are converting from the historical steel enclosure to composite enclosure. So when we take a look at all that, it, it, it gives us that validation to know that, you know, we weren't creating a, a new product for the sake of creating a new product, but rather we found a need that existed within the navies and within ship designers. And that's why they're gravitating toward it. What's the feedback process that you guys um, go through with the Navy? As Chris mentioned in the open, I mean, this is an engine that's tried and true. 
I mean, probably didn't need to do a ton of uh, of changes. Although the the changes that you've listed, I mean, anybody that's been on a ship will will recognize the benefits. But how do you get to this point? Um, you, you know, from the traditional LM twenty five hundred, what what's that back and forth that takes place? So, with all of our customers, and, and if you break down what our customer base is, uh, we're about fifty fifty with the U.S. Navy and Coast Guard and international navies. So part of our process is to make sure that we are very much connected uh, with the navies and the end users themselves, um, but then also working with the shipyards and understanding what they're hearing and what their needs are going to be uh, so that we're not, we're not just resting on our laurels, um, which would be easy to do, to be honest, because we're, we enjoy you know, reliability over 99%. Uh, but one of the things that you know, two specific things that I will tell you that that we've been hearing from the customers, just based on our our, our stickiness with them, is that um, there's a clear and obvious trend toward full full electric propulsion. So that's been driving a lot of the actions that we've been taking, uh, where we feel very confident in in our ability to be to be the best solution for the Navy's DDGX and Tagos, and then also for the Korean Navy's KDDX which are, are going to be full electric programs. Uh, and you see that with the advent of more high power radar systems and sensors and directed energy weapons. Um, and then the other part of that is that navies are asking us to be more efficient. So our power density is phenomenal and, and we can put out a lot of power in a small space. Uh, but when you compare that to diesels, you know, there, there's a trade-off with regard to the fuel consumption. So the, the, the navies have been telling us, we love the, the power that a gas turbine can give us, help us a little bit with efficiency. So we have active programs currently in place uh, that we can either optimize existing fuel control schedules or how we're using cooling flow to improve that uh, fuel efficiency without losing in the engine reliability or changing the engine itself. So to answer your question, Chris, I guess more directly is we have very tight connections with the the end user navies and have regular rhythms with them um, through our global reach to make sure that we're hearing it directly from them what they need now and what they're going to need in 10 or 15 years. Last question for me, what what else can we expect to see or hear from GE in the you know next month or year? I mean, is there anything you want to want to preview or is this kind of where you guys are focused is getting this introduced to the fleet? Um, I mean, I know you guys are always turning on these types of products. Yeah, so so really, I'd say there are three focus areas for for GE Marine this year. Uh, we already touched on two of them, which is the full electric propulsion. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of any headlines or, or anything like that, but you can expect to hear more about more from GE this year as far as um, where we stand with our uh, full electric program campaigns and where you can expect to see us. Uh, the other, again, is, is the work that we're doing with regard to efficiency. That's a, a key focus area in this year. Um, the third one, though, is we have a great benefit that we have a very strong global service network. Uh, we're continuing to grow that network. So what that does, and again, this is based on feedback from the navies themselves, it allows us to help deployed and international navies be supported where they need it most, whether that's through our global service team or through licensed MRO, MRO facilities. Um, right now, we're in the final stages of 
of adding another licensed uh, MRO, MRO facility in a, in a critical geopolitical area. Um, so that's, that's another area of focus. Before we go, Steve, I'd like to ask, um, I know that there's a lot of development uh, worldwide in alternative fuels, um, different, different variants. Um, is there anything happening? Mean, does your engine support alternative fuels in any way? Yes, absolutely. We, we can, uh, and this is where we benefit in the fact that the LM2500 is both a, a marine gas turbine, but also an industrial gas turbine, is that we share common engineering that allows it to be dual fuel, uh, several um, addition, additional fuel types, you know, ethanol, uh, even hydrogen is being talked about uh, in, in, in the European areas, primarily on the commercial space, but, but you're hearing a lot about moving away from some of the traditional fuels and, and our gas turbines can certainly support um, those alternative fuels. Okay. In single or in dual use. Yep. All right. Well, folks, we've been talking to Steve Rogers. The, he's the director of marketing and business development at GE Marine, uh, really about developments in one of the world's most popular naval marine engines, the GE LM2500. Steve, thanks for uh, being with us. You were very informative. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. That does it for this episode. As always, our thanks go out to Vaga Maradian and the Defense and Aerospace Group for their support. Be sure to follow us at Cavish Ships on Twitter. And remember, this podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and Spotify. I'm Chris Cervello. And for Chris Cavis, thanks for listening and bye-bye. Hey.